thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. We are so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the Healer. Thank you for taking the time to join us. And I tell you, it'll be time well spent because anytime we spend time in the Word, it's going to produce a great result in our life when we're a doer of that Word. Amen. There's benefits that come with the Word. Amen. Uh, we began on the previous episode talking about something, and that is how to always receive from God. Amen. Um, it's not okay. And we don't want to be okay with not every prayer being answered. Not every time we have a need not to receive the answer for that need. Amen. So how many of you know that God never intended that we not receive? He always intended and still intends that we receive. So we would not be able to say that God is okay if we don't receive. If God's not okay with us not receiving, we shouldn't be okay with us not receiving. What's that mean? Get results every time. Amen. Results every single time is what we're after. People will say, well, you know, he's God and we're not and we don't know everything. But God put what he is, revealed himself to us in a book. Why? Because he wanted, he wanted us to know him. He want, he's revealing himself to us. So we can know the ways of God. We can know the will of God. And so this is what we're talking about, how to always receive. And if we, let me just say this. If you have an athlete who says, uh, I want to always win when I play the game, right? No athlete goes out there with, I'm okay if I lose. If, if he's okay with that, put him on the other team. <laughs> it was funny growing up. Um, in, you know, in the town we grew up in, we would play games at night. You know, we, there were four kids in our family, so we could have a pretty good game going at night. And so our family was big on games. And my mother was so funny. I mean, when she go to play a game, she just say, oh, I just want to have a good time. And I said, then you be on their team. <laughs> because what she's saying is I'm dismissing myself from the win. If I don't win, that's okay. I'm just having a good time. Well, I want to win. So you get on their team, right? <laughs> yeah, we could go on a long time about some of those statements, but it's the same thing is that we don't approach God with that mentality because when it comes to spiritual things, losing is not an option. When it comes to the blessing of God, losing is not an option. When we're dealing with an enemy who hates us, losing is not an option. We always receive. Always receive. What are we going to receive? What God provided. Amen. So when it comes to always receiving, there's especially two things we must know. 
Number one, we started on this yesterday. There's going to be things that we said yesterday we can't repeat, so go back and watch yesterday's broadcast because we don't want you to miss any of that. But if we're going to always receive, number one, we have to always know what the will of God is concerning our need, concerning our situation. Because if we don't know what the will of God is, we can't have faith for it. Amen. Uh, Sometimes in churches, people aren't taught that Jesus is a healer. And when they're not taught that Jesus is a healer, they don't have faith for it. Why? Because they don't know it's available. Number two, there are people who are never taught that God wants every need abundantly supplied. Abundantly supplied. Why? Because he's a faithful father. And he doesn't want any of his children to do without. Therefore, prosperity is part of the plan for his children. But if if, if people go to a church that never teaches them that it's the will of God that they prosper, they probably won't prosper as they could. Yes. They, might in a, they might stumble upon something in a measure, yeah. but if they don't know the will of God, they can't have faith for something they don't know is available. So where are we going to learn the will of God? In the Word. That's the first side. That, that's the beginning point to always receiving, but there's also another thing that must be learned and must be in place if we're going to always receive. And that is once we know the will of God, then we have to know the ways of God of how he carries out that will. Yes. You know, you can know it's, it, you can know if you're on a if, a, if a, if a kid gets on a football team, they can know we want to win, but it's not enough to know you want to win. You got to know the ways of that game so you can win. Otherwise, you're out there getting flags dropped on you everywhere because you're violating the guidelines of that game, the rules of that game. Well, even so, there are guidelines in the Word of God, the ways of God, that the truer we walk in the ways, the higher the results we get regarding His will. To always receive, we have to always know His will and know His ways regarding that need. Amen. Amen. So that's what we began yesterday talking about was the will of God and the ways of God moving together. Learn to recognize when you're reading the Bible, learn to recognize scripture that shows you, oh, that's the will of God in that scripture. But another scripture may show you the ways of how to carry out that will. So for example, and we were saying this yesterday, The word says that um, God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to the knowledge of Christ, right? So that that verse shows us his will, that all men be saved. That verse shows his will. That verse doesn't show his ways. Shows his will. And you have to know his will. But then another verse shows his way that says, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now that's the way of how you receive what is his will of salvation. Well, it's the same thing with healing. You got to know his will regarding healing. You got to know the ways he heals. Same thing with prosperity. You have to know his will regarding prosperity and you have to know the ways or the steps we have to take our part to do to receive the prosperity that is his will. Amen. Amen. In all the different arenas, know the will and the ways. Because there are people who say, I know God loves me. I know God loves me. Uh, you know, when they're faced with a need, I know God loves me. He won't let me fail. If you don't know his ways, he can't keep you from failing. Yes. Come on. That's good. 
Love is not his ways. It is, his, it is him. Yes. Now, don't misunderstand me. Uh, love defines his ways, but we have to know his ways. Does that make sense? Because there have been people say, I love the Lord. And there, if I could say this, there's testimony of people who had terminal physical conditions and they go say, I love the Lord. I love the Lord. But they weren't healed up, raised up off that, uh-huh. that, that sick bed just by saying, I love the Lord. They had to know the ways to cooperate with the healing power of God. So to always receive, we must know his will and we must know his ways. Amen. Does that make sense yes. to you? I want to again read Psalm chapter 103, verse 7. God is speaking concerning those that were delivered out of Egypt. Remember the Hebrews that he delivered out under Moses. It says that God made known his ways unto Moses. He made known his acts unto the children of Israel. So the children of Israel saw the outcome. They saw the miracle worked. They didn't know the way of God of how that came to pass. Moses knew his ways. Now, go with me to Psalm chapter 95. Just back up a few chapters. And this is the Amplified Classic translation. Um, speaking again about the Hebrews that were delivered out of Egypt. Of course, God promised them and gave them a land, but he needed them to cooperate with his will. And they didn't cooperate. They refused to believe. And so they wandered for 40 years in the wilderness. And this is what we have recorded in Psalm chapter 95, verse 10. The Amplified Classic says, 40 years long, God was speaking. Was I grieved and disgusted with that generation? And I said, it is a people that do err in their hearts and they do not approve, acknowledge, or regard my ways. Wherefore, I swear in my wrath that they would not enter my rest, which is what? The land of promise. So notice this, they didn't have regard for his ways. Now, let me ask you this. If you get hired, if someone were to get hired at a company, let's say it's a company where it's a car painting business. Um, You go, oh, I see there's paint over there. You know, you get hired to be one of those detailed men that help paint the cars. You say, just show me where the equipment is. Oh, there's the paint. There's the paint machine. All right, go. I'm fine. I got it. No, you saw... You saw equipment, but you're not trained just because you saw that the supplies were in the room. That you tell them, oh, no, 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 I know how to do this. They come back and you got mess everywhere. You could lose your job for one reason. You don't know the ways. You know it's their will to paint the car. You know that's what you're hired for. But if you don't know the ways and you don't do the ways well, you lose your job. You can't keep a job just knowing what they want done. You have to know how they want it done. So then you've got to take time to be trained and they tell you this is how we, we seal off certain parts we don't want the paint on. This is how we work that paint gun so that we don't get bubbles, we don't get runs, right? There's ways to get the best result. 
And if someone is not interested in being taught those ways, they're going to lose their job. Because if you don't study, you go, no, I got my own way of doing it. Then you go out to your house and do your own ways, but you're not doing it here, right? That's why when employer hires someone, they have a training time, not just so they can learn the product or learn the will of that company, what that company is trying to accomplish. They've got to know the ways of how that company is going to fulfill their jobs. And if as someone is not interested in learning the ways they get fired right. because they won't be skillful yes. at representing their company right. rightly. Right. Isn't that true? Yes. God said about his, the Hebrews here, they did not acknowledge his ways. They didn't care. They had no regard for his ways. They didn't care what the way he did things. It says they did not approve yeah. his ways. Yeah. So they didn't think he was doing it right. I guess they thought wandering for 40 years was the way to get there. But you see, that's what this word says. They didn't approve, they didn't acknowledge, and they didn't regard how God operated. His ways are how he operates. Not just that he operates, but how he operates. Now, this is why many of us don't receive because we want the end result, but we've got to learn the ways of how he arrives at that result. Yes. And we've got to cooperate with him in those ways. Amen. Does that make sense to us? Yes. Well, why did they not regard God's ways? They didn't have proper honor for God. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone is hired and on the first day they're arguing with the boss, what's the problem? They have more regard and honor for their own thinking than they do for the training that's being offered them. They don't have proper regard for the boss, their manager, or the company. When they say, it's going to, I'm going to do it my way, well, then you go home and do it your way yeah, right. without pay, mm-hmm. without our pay. Yeah. If you want our money, right. you're going to do it our way. Right. Well, God has ways, not so that he can eliminate people. You understand that? Not so he can eliminate people from receiving. It's so they can always get the result. If it's unfair to throw someone into a job and not train them and how that position should be carried out and then come in and fire them at the end of the day because they didn't didn't do it right. Well, if you didn't train them, you're, you're unjust to fire someone who wasn't trained. That's right. But if you want to make sure this employee succeeds, what are you going to do? You're going to train them. God is just. He is faithful. And he has ways in place. Why? So that we can always arrive at the correct result. He doesn't have ways in place just so he can eliminate people who don't do it right. It's so that those who have regard for his ways, those who have regard for his will, they can always take these exact steps and always get the desired result. That's God's just and fair ways. Amen. So what's our part? God, I don't just want to receive healing. I want to learn how, how you heal so that I can not only receive, but I can help others receive. See, if, we, if we're only interested in us, God intends his ways that we learn about him, bless us, but then we can pass that to someone else. In the books that I've written, and many of you have gotten hold of them, um, 
for example, a sound disciplined mind. Peace, living free from worry. Yes. The book, Answer It. Those three books deal primarily with the thought life. Yes. Why? Because if people's faith isn't working right, it's primarily they're thinking wrong. Yeah. Why? Because right thinking produces right believing. And if the believing is wrong, the thinking's wrong. If you can address people in their thought life, Mm -hmm. they'll get results with their faith. They'll get results in healing. They'll get results in prosperity Mm -hmm. because uh, God works through right thinking and he can't work through wrong thinking. So there were seasons of my life that I, I faced tests, especially... 40, 30, 20 years ago that I did not understand the ways of living peace, living joy. I knew it belonged to me. I didn't know the ways of how to um, not yield to fear, not yield to worry. Not, I didn't know that, and, and I would study, and you would pick up pieces of remnants from other ministers, but I said, God... For some reason, I'm, I'm not, I don't have a handle on it. I, I get through tests because I threw everything I knew at it. But I don't know what, what I threw at it that got the result. I just threw everything I knew of the Word at that, and I got, out, I got on the other side, but I don't know which one was the winner. <laughs> you know? And I said, if you will help me to know and identify what steps I took that got me through, I'll teach somebody else. I'll pass it to somebody else. But see, like this cup right here, the reason you could easily pass this cup even to a child and then not drop it, there's a handle. And that handle keeps something from falling if it's grabbed right. And I said, God, if you will teach me how to not just throw the kitchen sink at my need. Everything in the kitchen sink, you know what I mean? Everything I know, I want to know specifically which scripture, which approach, which confession. I want to know because every time I know a right step to take in the face of a need, I put another handle on that that victory. And the more handles I have on it, it, the easier it is to pass to someone else. And I can't pass it if I can't identify for myself correctly. So when God invites us to know his will, he will not leave out his ways because until you know his ways, you can't pass God's will to someone else. You know, there are sometimes there will be, you know, sermons and churches will preach, you need to know God. You need to have faith. Have faith. Just have faith. Come on, have faith. (laughs) I agree. I want to have faith. I want to know God. Tell me me how how to get that faith. Tell me how that faith works. I know I need it. My gosh, I know I need it. That's the problem. I know I need it and I don't have, I don't have, I don't know how to work it. See, God's not frustrating us by just showing us his will and not showing us his way of how to arrive at his will. His word is loaded with his will, but it's also loaded with his ways. Learn to identify. We must do both. We're going to talk about some of that. So I'm not going to leave you frustrated with these episodes. We're going to talk about some of that. But um, you can even, things I might not teach in certain arenas, you can now for yourself go to the Word and find out a a need in your life 
find out God's will concerning that need, then also study to find the ways because it's all in the Word. The good thing is we have the Holy Ghost to help us. He, he will help lead us, teach us, reveal and unveil things of the Word to us so that we can recognize, okay, this is the will of God. Now here's the way of how that will is accomplished. Amen. Um, for example, we have to be interested that the problem that we're seeing here in Psalm 95 that God had with the Hebrews that were delivered out of Egypt, it says they did not approve, acknowledge, or regard God's ways. Mm-hmm. Um, because they did, if they weren't going to take his ways, they couldn't arrive at his will. You understand that? They couldn't arrive at the promised land, which was his will, because they wouldn't take his ways of getting there, of entering that land. Um, Sometimes we have to increase our interest in learning the ways if we're going to arrive at enjoying his will. Now, let let me say it to you this way. Just naturally... There are things that I enjoy in life more than other things, aren't there with everybody? You have a natural interest. Some people loved school. Good for them. <laughs> That's great for them. I would have loved being a homeschool child. I, I, I just would have loved that. That wasn't something that was done in our day growing up. You'd, I never heard of that. But there are people who absolutely loved going to school. Great. Their interest level was high. Therefore, it didn't take much discipline when you're highly interested. You know, people will say, I am so disciplined with my exercise program. Well, probably you're a a natural born athlete. (laughs) Anything you enjoy doesn't require much discipline. Discipline is called for when it's something that is foreign to you or something that you don't have a natural bend for. You know, that's why somebody who's a sports person can't say to their spouse, see, I'm just, I'm just disciplined. I work out all the time. No, you like it. (laughs) That's not discipline. That's your, that's what you're interested in, right? Discipline comes when I've got to put my foot to the neck of my flesh because I don't enjoy that like you do. It's not a natural bend, right? I I remember, I'm going somewhere with this, so stay with me. It's not about an exercise program, but stay, stay with me. Um, when I got ready to leave, no, it was actually when I got my first car. Um, my dad opened the hood of that car and he said, now there are some, if something goes wrong with the car, there's main places to check. First of all, do you have gas? Yeah. <laughs> Did you let it run down and now you're driving on fumes? You know, do you have gas? Number two, he would say, you go to the hood. And he said, often you check the oil level of your car. And he would, I don't know if they got this still, but you know, years ago there, they would have the dipstick that went down into that oil tank and you would pull that out. You would clean that dipstick off. You would put it back in and then you would read the the level of oil in there. Daddy's showing me all these stuff. Then he's talking about the spark plugs. And then he shows me how to use jumper cables. And then he shows me how to change a flat tire. Let me tell you, I was totally uninterested. (laughs) Totally uninterested. He was showing me ways. Why? Because it was the will of my daddy 
that I not get stranded somewhere. So he was showing me the ways to not get stranded. So I saw the ways, but I wasn't highly interested in retaining it. This is what we ran in, God ran into with these Hebrews. God had made known to them what they were to do and they weren't interested. They just weren't interested. Two men were, Joshua and Caleb. And once they knew the ways of God, they would not let go of them. Once we learned the ways of God, hold fast to them. There came a day when I had a flat tire one day and I go, now how did that, what did daddy say about that? How, what was I supposed to do? I wish I'd have paid closer attention to the ways the day my tire went flat. That's why the Victory Channel is important. That's why teachings of the Word in your life like we bring to you are important because we're helping remind you of the ways so the day a tire tries to go flat in your life, you know the ways of God. And I'm not, you say, you know I'm speaking of that symbolically. A, A tire going flat, I mean, the body tries to get out of order. Finances try to get out of order. A family member tries to get, then you need to know the ways of God. And if you weren't listening, you're going you're gonna to be stranded by the roadside of life a little too long until yeah, you learn the ways. Yes. Amen? Amen? Well, the more we honor God, the more interested we are in things connected to Him. Yes. Yes. We become highly interested in learning His will but we also become highly interested in learning his ways. Why? Because his ways have to become our ways. If we don't make his ways our ways, it won't even matter that we know his ways. My daddy showed me how to change a tire, but if I wasn't interested in doing it, I still wouldn't be, I'd still be stranded, you see. So God reveals his will and he also reveals his ways. And we have to adopt, take on his ways. Remember what he said in Isaiah? He said, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My ways are higher than your ways. So don't just stay with your ways when there are higher ways to learn. Where are we going to learn them? In the word. Amen. We have to honor his ways enough to become a student of his ways. It's not enough that we have a pastor who knows his ways. Now that's a good thing, but that's not enough. The pastor knowing God's ways is not us knowing God's ways. All he can do, a pastor can do is tell us the ways, but we have to have our own experience with the ways of God and learn them for ourselves. Amen. Well, we're just scratching the surface here. We haven't even gone further, but we will. So uh, we want you to join us next time. It's going to take probably the next few episodes, but you don't want to miss it. And until you're able to join us next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In this classic book by Nancy Dufresne, The Healer Divine, we are presented with a study of the healings of Jesus. Your faith will be stirred to believe and act as the healed God has already made you to be. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. On this CD, Confessions of Healing, 
Nancy Dufresne begins to lead in confessions for healing from the scriptures, allowing time for the listener to repeat them after her. If you or someone you know is in need of healing, this CD will be a blessing to you. Order today at DufresneMinistries.org. We invite you to join us for our annual camp meeting here at World Harvest Church in Marietta, California, June 12th through the 16th. Speakers include Nancy Dufresne, Jesse Duplantis, Jerry Savelle, and Bill Winston. For more information, please visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.